know I'm all about excellence and black excellence. In the conversation you're about to hear between myself and Samaya Gore, the founder of wellness brand Body Complete Rx, is the epitome of excellence. But even more amazing than our conversation is the fact that right now you can find Body Complete Rx's trim kit in all 700 plus the vitamin shop stores nationwide, making Samaya the first black woman to have a weight management product on shelf at the vitamin shop. So once you're finished listening to this conversation, head out to the vitamin shop or to their website to try Body Complete Rx for yourself. And this is not an ad. This is simply what support looks like. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation. And afterwards, you can decide if this is a founder and a brand that you'd like to support. Hi, I'm Sakita Holly. I am an award-winning publicist and entrepreneur obsessed with transforming brands. And I am dedicated to sharing everything that I've learned along the way to help you win at work, in business, and everywhere in between. On this podcast, you will have direct, unfiltered access to your favorite creatives, entrepreneurs, and executives, and the methods that have made both them and myself successful. This is the Sakita Method. To live tweet this episode, use the hashtag the Sakita Method and be sure to tag me at Miss Success, that's M I S S Success, on both Instagram and Twitter. Today's guest is Samaya Gore. Samaya is the founder of Body Complete Rx, a plant-based health and wellness nutritional supplement brand. Samaya is one of the few Black women who have been able to influence and impact the male-dominated supplement industry in a major way. From a brand that launched Focus on Weight Management, Body Complete Rx recently expanded its offerings to include a full range of wellness products with benefits focusing on health and beauty from the inside out. In just under five years, the self-funded startup has earned millions in sales, and Samaya shows no signs of slowing down now. Today, we'll be talking about how she started the business and her plans to grow Body Complete Rx into a global brand. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sakita. Thank you for having me. So I want to kick things off with a congratulations. I feel like that's something you probably are hearing a lot these days. <laughs> but you. <laughs> you recently rebranded uh, and you expanded the Body Complete RX collection and you landed your first retail partnership. This is a big deal. How does that feel? It feels amazing, actually. Um, we're really excited um, our team is really excited. We've worked very hard over the last several years um, on the brand. The rebrand um, is just something that I've been working on for the past two years. And um, I'm just really excited to have a full offering of products to help support, especially women of color on their health journey. And um, that is our mission. And that's what we're doing. We're changing the lives of thousands of people around the world. And I think it's pretty cool. And yeah, we're just really excited about it. We'll be um, launching in Vitamin Shop on August 1st. So that'll be our first retail partnership launch. And we have some other exciting store launches that will be coming 
um, later on within the year that we'll be able to share soon. But um, we're really excited to be a part of the conversation. Um, a lot of times you see uh, women of color dominating in beauty spaces and health in, uh, in beauty spaces and hair care spaces. But this is a space that we have not seen us dominate in yet. So I'm happy to be actually say that I'm the first Black woman-owned brand that will be entering Vitamin Shop. Wow, that is huge. And that's the that's the perfect time. I want you to really explain to our listeners, how would you describe Body Complete Rx to someone who is walking into the vitamin shop and seeing your brand for the first time? How would you explain it to them? I would explain that our brand is a full range of plant-based supplements to help support you on your best health journey, whatever that looks like. So we all have our own goals in mind. And um, with the rebrand with Body Completer X, that is exactly what we touched on is, you know, everybody has different goals. So whether your goal is to glow, you know, you're interested in your having your healthiest skin, um, your goal is to, you know, nourish yourself. All of our new lines are actually directly tied to specific goals. And um, our brand is excited. We're excited that we're able to, you know, offer this expanded offering for everyone. So there's something for everyone with Body Completer X. That's amazing because I, I definitely see a few things for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so all of these things are happening for you now, and the brand is almost five years old. Have you yeah. taken a moment to think back to your early days when you were still in like the idea through launch phase? Yeah, um, I think that, you know, I've, I'm always, a, you know, reflective. I have to be, you know, this is a journey. And, you know, like you said in the beginning, there is no stopping anytime soon, really, to be honest. You know, the goal is to build body to build this brand um, to a brand that everyone can be proud of, that they can say, you know, my protein in my shelf is black owned. It's black woman owned. Um, and I'm just really excited about the trajectory of the brand um, with just five years, what we've been able to do, um, the current conversations that we're, we're having um, that everybody will you know, be privy to very soon, but um, I'm just excited about where this brand is going. There's nothing like us um, in the market currently that's addressing all health <laughs> uh, for women of color. Um, our brand, I work with the, my brand nutritionist and my brand doctor, who's a woman of color. Um, so I'm just really excited uh, about what the future is for Body Completer Rex, what we're able to offer. Um, our customers are very excited about the growth of the brand and the new product lines. And it's just an exciting time. Yeah. I want to go back to those early days. Do you have any background, whether it's education or experience in the wellness space? No, not at all. So my bachelor degree <laughs> is actually in psychology and sociology, and my master's degree is in business. So um, wellness is just a part of my life. And my brand started just as a part of my own journey to be well and to find ways to um, use products that were not harmful to myself Um and that's how Body Completer X actually began. So I was looking for alternatives to uh, over-the-counter products to help me with my weight management, um, alternatives that were plant-based and less harsh 
And that was the first uh, line of our products, which was the, you know, um, the trim line. That's what it's called now. Um, but it was a Slimmy Yard product in the beginning. Um, I worked with the brand nutritionist and the brand uh, doctor, Dr. Lathan, to create the formulas in our brand laboratory. And that's something that I want to say to, you know, your audience, you don't have to be the scientist. If you're the business person, the business woman, you can find the scientist. You don't have to be in the laboratory making the formulas. You hire the people to make those formulas. And that's what, um, you know, we are doing with Body Completer X. We have a full team of specialists who um, help us to uh, with our product development, pushing out new products to help support us. And um, we have some things that are actually rolling out. Some new things are rolling out in the next few months as well. So we're excited about that. I love that you touched on that because I wanted to ask, because a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, they kind of get stuck there where they have an idea for a solution that will help themselves or help a lot of people, but they feel like, am I really the expert? Um, so you've clearly found your experts so that, you know, we are getting the goods with your products, but did you have a mental block that you had to overcome in the beginning? Cause you're like, okay, well, I have a psychology degree and now I have a business degree and MBA. What am I doing in wellness? Did you have that mental block? And if so, how did you overcome it? No, not at all. Okay. Um, no, there's no, where would mental block would there to be? We're building, a, we're building a business. If you have the, you have the, the resources. And when I say resources, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about the, the intelligence, mm. um, you know, the wherewithal <laughs> to do research and go after what you want. I don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a, la- a scientist to create a product. If you know something that you want to do and you say like, hey, you know, I think that, you know, I'm using a particular product. You know, there's products that are on the market right now. Those brand CEOs are not making those products. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. I mean, those brand CEOs are managing those businesses and they're finding, you know, they're working with laboratories to create those products for their consumers. They have educated people on their team who are doing what's called product development. So if you think that brand CEOs are the ones that are actually creating, you know, the actual formulas and things like that, that's not necessarily the case. So um, I want to just encourage your audience to not be held back by, you know, thinking that you actually have to be the person. If you have an idea, you know, say if, if even it's a hair care product, you know, you find that your hair is brittle all the time and all the hair care products you've used on the market don't help. You know, you can start looking for, you don't have to be a hair care specialist to start looking for laboratories to start making formulas for you to test on your hair to, until you find something that works for you. So I hope y'all are listening. She just told us to get over ourselves. <laughs> she just told us to get over it and get to it. And I love that because we need that push sometimes because we do, a lot of us do get stuck mentally. But I want to go back to something you said where you talked about initially you were just looking for solutions for yourself uh, to you know manage and balance your weight. And you started talking about these things on social media. So you were leveraging social media to tell this story and to kind of share, you know, the things that were working and not working for you. Did you set out to build an audience for a potential business or were you just documenting your journey? Yeah. So when I joined social media and I'm not sure when your 
when you started your first page. A lot of us who joined social media in the early years know that Instagram was a different space in 2014. So when I joined my, when I started my Instagram page in 2014, after having my fourth child, I was just joining to basically share my story. There were no influencers. People weren't getting, you know, like um, paid to, you know, share products or anything like that. It wasn't a space to market anything back then. It really was a space to connect with people. And so when I started my Instagram page in 2014, um, I just wanted to share what I was going through. I was on a journey to lose 80 pounds that I picked up during my pregnancy. And so that was my first journey. The first, my first page, um, Instagram page was called Transformer Mom. So a lot of my very, very, very first longtime followers followed that initial journey where I lost 80 pounds. Um, and then I went on my mommy makeover journey and that is um, the journey that I shared there. So no, I I started a page on Instagram to just share my weight loss and then it, you know, rolled into, hey, you know, I think I might might want to go on a mommy makeover journey, started sharing that and then it grew into, okay, now that I'm done with my mommy makeover journey, you know, I'm just trying to keep it together and stay healthy. So what am I using and what am I doing for that? So then, you know, it just really evolved on my own personal journey and even the future, the things that we see in terms of the vision of the brand it's going to continue to be that, um, just an evolution of who I am and who I, you know, and I think that it connects with other women of color because we're so much alike. We're more alike than we think that we are. Absolutely. And I feel like we're all like, these are life stages, right? We're all going to go through all of this, like at some point. And I think that's what makes like your story so compelling, but that also is what makes uh, the brand so authentic and something that we can integrate into our lives. So after your fourth child, shout out to you, you're a whole hero out here, four kids. (laughs) What, What were you doing in your career at that time? Like what business or industry were you working in? So I actually worked for the federal government. I used to be a training and development manager for the Department of Veteran Affairs here in D.C. Wow. So you were in the federal government and you're documenting your journey online. At what point did you say like, okay, I I think I want to leave this and really transition more into the wellness space? Like how did how did you get from point A to B? From point A to B. So, I mean, I was working full time. I think this is your question. So are you asking when did I decide to leave? Yes. The federal government? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So I was working for the federal government since 2006 and I left in 2017. So just 11 years of working with the federal government. Um, Body Completer X actually was started in 2000, late 2000 or early 2017. And I left the government um, late 2017. So um, the decision to leave after a year, or it actually was a little bit more than a year before I left that I was actually, that Body Completer X was actually um, growing. I think at that time that I left my federal career, we were making six figures a month. So we were making what I was making in my federal career a year. I was, we were making those numbers monthly for over a year, for over a year before I left the federal government. Um, And to be honest, 
<laughs> I really was still scared to leave then, mm. which is kind of funny. You know, people like my family members, people who knew what, what was kind of going on behind the scenes, like were looking at me kind of crazy, like, uh, you're making, you know, this kind of money monthly. Why are you still working this business? And, you know, <laughs> um, what I will say is, is that one, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. You have to be ready for that. There is a different level of stress that comes with when things are just all on you. So, you know, even though, you know, we were we were seeing those revenue numbers and all of that, to me, it was like, uh, I still got to keep my good government thing going. <laughs> um, because Absolutely. you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also gave me probably the comfort that I needed to move the way I wanted to move. So, you know, to this date, Body Completer X is 100% owned by myself. I have no investors. I bootstrapped the business from the ground up. But I was able to do certain things because I had, you know, my full-time job. So mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, invest in ways that maybe I wouldn't have been investing had I not had still my full-time job to make sure that the mortgage was paid or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, that's another thing. I see people, you know, say like, well, you should quit your job or whatever. I think people should do what's best for them and they'll know when it's time to leave their actual full-time employment. You'll know, you'll know when you can't balance both, you'll know when it's time, but otherwise use that time that you actually have, you know, your other job, I would say to use that as your time to really sift through, you know, your business, scale your business. um, If you can, you know, on a dual, you know, basis like that. And then, you know, look at it and say, okay, is it time for me to leave or not? Absolutely. And one of the things that I love just as I'm as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about some of your social media posts. So you clearly you had a hit out the gate with with your initial product, but you recently shared like a throwback of like the original packaging and labels in the the packaging you recently rebranded to is like so beautiful. So like the aesthetic is like, I mean, come on, (laughs) it's crazy, but it didn't look like that in the beginning. And that's another thing that, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs struggle with because it's like, they'll see your brand and they're like, okay, I want to get to that level, but they're scared to move where they are. How do you get comfortable if you can only, if you're printing labels and you got to put it on the bottle yourself, how do you tell yourself like, okay, my, I know my product works. People going to have to live with the way it looks right now until I get more resources to elevate. Absolutely. You have to, I mean, your my initial customers were people who followed me, who supported me, who cared about me. I don't think they cared how it looked. I've always been, you know, have cared and people who have followed me for years know that. Like I have been in this whole rebranding the way, it, you know, I want to present to someone, I want to present my brand. When I look at other brands that are in our, in our space, in the wellness space that are competitive brands to my brand, And knowing that my brand is the only black woman brand in that competitive space, I want women of color to look at my brand and, and I don't want them to be, I don't want them to look at my brand now, you know, where we've grown it to and say like, it looks nothing like these other brands, right? Like, you know, but in the beginning it was that, you know? And so if, you know, you have to start where you have to, you have to start where you have to start. Um, if you don't have the resources to get like a whole design team and all those other things, it you know, which can cost tons of money, um, you just have to start. Your customers or your friends and family and the people who follow you, 
those are the people that are going to be your first supporters and things will grow. I remember in the beginning, the way the old boxing used to look. And sometimes we would go out of stock because we didn't have like the boxes. Right. And so I would put everything out of stock online. And I remember like customers would be like, I don't care if you send this to me in an envelope. (laughs) If you love your product, they love your product. So if you have a good product, even if it doesn't, you know, look how you want it to look or whatever, put it out there and keep working on it. That's what I did. I put it out there, but I never stopped working on it. I never stopped working on the brand. I'm still not work, stop working on the brand. You know what I mean? So you have to start where you can start and then things will, things will keep going. I, oh man. What I'm hearing is like, you are a person that is very, uh, aesthetically driven, right? So you have a thing, you want things to look a certain way. And yet when you were starting out, you couldn't necessarily achieve that look based on resources or whatever, but you were still able to put it out because you had an audience that, you know, that followed you, they loved you, they didn't care how it looked, but you did, right? It's like that mental hurdle and you just keep sailing over these things (laughs) where other people just get stuck. But what I'm hearing is like, sometimes you got to close your eyes and be like, okay, I know this shit is ugly to me. but I have to push through and get it out there and sell it. Yeah. There are brands who are in Walmart. There are brands who are in my, you know, there are brands in target Mm -hmm. that may not aesthetically look like that. Great. Right. Mm. They up in there. So point being is, you know, like if, if go for it, don't let any of that deter you. Plus if you have a good product, that's all that really matters. Your customers are going to come back. Do you think my customers care? You know, they really don't care. <laughs> like they say it's beautiful now, but they really don't care how it looks when they start using the product and they're like, oh shoot, like I feel this or, you know, this is, you know, I look like this now because I've used this product. They don't care if it came in a paper bag, <laughs> like, but, um, you know, definitely start where you can start and just, and, and keep growing it. Yeah, so push through everybody. I need to, I needed to hear this again because I get stuck sometimes. I'm like, I know this shit is ugly. Like I know, I know this is ugly. I can't put it out. And then a lot of times we are our worst critic, right? So we'll every something that we think is bad or like subpar, other people will be in love with. So I think, like you said, we do have to if we know we have something good and people have there's a demand for it. Um, or even if we have to build that demand from scratch, we just need to kind of trust whatever God is telling us or whatever, you know, you guys believe in, just trust that and and push through. So you mentioned um, mommy makeover and there's a stigma around people who've gotten surgery and, you know, deceptively becoming self-appointed fitness or wellness gurus without revealing, you know, what they've done. But in my opinion, like your willingness to be transparent about it is a huge part of why you're successful but also because you've created products that are rooted in and backed by nutritional science like you got doctors like you wasn't fucking around (laughs) and yeah and you're not out here trying to trick anyone but how that's another thing like there's a stigma in our community about you know 
plastic surgery. I think it's becoming more common now. Did you have any hesitation with sharing that journey or did you just feel like you had built this community online um, while you were trying to lose 80 pounds and then you decided to do this? And did you face any backlash from that or did your audience just say thank you? Thank you for telling us the truth. No, there was no backlash to face. I think because Body Complete Rx, so first off, the only, the only, so initially, the only re, the only difference between Body Complete Rx and Body Complete Rx when, I don't want to say it wasn't a separate entity because it is. So Body Completer X has always kind of been a separate entity. I guess let me just explain that. Body Completer X always had like its own separate page when I began building that brand. It was never driven off of like my surgery. So I think that when you speak on like people, you know, there's this thing about people being deceptive. You know, they have surgery. They don't tell people they have surgery. And then they start selling products um, without people knowing that. I think that's the, my, that is a little different than my story because again, well, one, my, my whole following was based off of, um, my initial story about my, um, mommy makeover and two body completer X had its own wellness platform. So I was really not even in the brand of body completer X. (laughs) Um, it's actually hasn't been since like these past two years, that I have actually been putting my face more in the brand. So the initial brand of Body Completer X, when I started it just for myself, from when I was um, just using it and sharing it with my audience in the plastic surgery side, the brand was actually called Body by Bella Barbies. And what happened was, is because the br- because the product was growing and people were using it and they loved it and their husbands started using it. And, um, you know, people started getting confused because Bella Barbies was this surgery um, persona. And people were like, well, can my husband use this product? Because he's been using it and he's losing weight and he loves it, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So that is when the actual name of the brand actually changed from Body by Bella Barbies to Body Completer X because it is important that one, the our consumer base and consumers are not attaching the two because the two don't necessarily coincide. Like you, people are like, if I get this product, do I, it is, can I only get this product if I use, had surgery? And it's like, no, this is right. a wellness brand. Um, so what I think that what we need to understand in our community, because people are so negative and, you know, they see these models and whatever, and they get, you know, have, uh, you know, surgeries and then they're working out and then they become fitness gurus, ambassadors, and people have so much stuff to say about them. And what I have to say to that is, is that, when you have a surgery, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to work out. You're supposed to eat healthy. So this is a life journey for those people. And those people sharing that part of their life journey with an audience, I feel like we, especially people of color, we need to stop being so, you know, (laughs) hating on those people because honestly, they're doing exactly what they need, what they're supposed to be doing Mm. um, is, living a healthier lifestyle. It's not about getting a surgery and then going back to get another surgery six months from now. It's about doing things the right way, the healthy way, you know, making sure that you have healthy weight weight before you even have it done, you know, making sure that, you know, after you have it done, that you are taking care of yourself properly. And I 
I, I hate that people attach that like like it's a negative thing that somebody is working out and eating right after their surgery. Like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> right. I, I love how you broke that down and how you talked about how you kept um, when you were building and formulating the product, you kept it separate. And you talked about your journey to evolving the brand because it was attached to, I guess, this woman centric persona. But Body Complete RX, just so everyone knows, is for all bodies. And But your product formulations, yeah. you worked with Black women doctors and nutritionists, and it's for all, just so people know, Body Complete RX is for all bodies, regardless of race or gender, everybody can use it. But for you, how important was it to work with someone who understood like the nuances and health and wellness issues that impact Black women in particular? It's so very important. And this is why the brand is going to be a life-changing brand for so many um, and hopefully be recognized as a life-changing brand across the, across the globe. Black people, our health, women of color, you know, when it comes to diabetes, um, when it comes to our heart health, when it comes to even things like sickle cell, you know, we are faced with so many different health disparities um, that our counterparts just just are not. And the wellness industry, the products that are being formulated, many of the CEOs of these wellness industries are white males. Um, if you notice, if you start doing some digging, I would encourage you to all of your all of your uh, your audience. I would encourage them to go get their vitamins. Um, if they take vitamins, they, you know, the multivitamin or whatever, look up the company who they're, you know, taking the multivitamin from, you know, look up, find that CEO. Um, because these products are not being created with us in mind. And when I sat down with Dr. Lathan, Dr. Ruby Lathan to formulate these uh, formulas for us, it was definitely set for us in mind. Now, everyone can use our products, but certain things like, say, adding more B12 because um, African-American women or women of color, we are we have low iron. <laughs> Most of us have low iron, right? So addressing that in our multivitamin, you know, adding a fruit and vegetable blend in our multivitamin, because guess what? A lot of us in our community don't daily take fruits and vegetables, right? So um, adding that in a multivitamin that you can just swallow really quickly, and then we can let you know how much fruits and vegetables you get in that day for less than a dollar a day, that is life-changing. So um, I just got really chills. I just got chills from hearing you say oh, that because, yeah. because you made a great point, right? We all likely take vitamins or we take medicine, we get our prescriptions and we just kind of do it blindly. We, we just trust it, right? We never really look to see who is behind it, but we know just from experience, even in the beauty industry, in all industries, that most products are not made with us in mind, but the people know that we're going to consume it because for the most part, we've had no other options. But I need y'all to know we got an option now. We got Body Complete RX out here. <laughs> and... Yes. And what you said about the low iron is so key because it's like, we're also at a higher rate to get fibroids or to have heavy periods. And it's like, you thought because you were so intentional about the process to create these formulas, everybody can use it, but we really going to benefit black women. Wow. Absolutely. This is Body Completer X 
what you will see come from Body Completer X over the next couple of years and what you're seeing right now is that we are centering the health of women of color, period. Our products are made to address every health issue for women of color. And again, all of our products are made for everyone. We're all inclusive. But when we set out to make these formulas, these formulas were specifically set specifically made by a woman of color, created by a woman of color with a woman of color in mind, period. Can you walk us through a little bit of the new collection? Because I know you have certain lines for certain things. Like you have things for like glowing from the inside out. You have sleep, you know, people, I mean, I'm saying the things that I know that's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) You got some some sleep stuff, some weight management, but can you just give us a a little overview of what people can, can look for for themselves within the body complete RX range? Absolutely. So um, our initial offering, Body Completer X, we have the trim line, which is, um, I I would say it was our staple product, but with our new rebrand, we've got some products that are actually currently like fighting, fighting with the trim line um, to be the number one in our brand, um, which is really exciting. So the trim line we have um, that addresses weight management, um, if that's something that um, you know interests you, we would definitely refer you to the trim line. We have the Thrive line, and under Thrive, this is our new line of products um, where we also where we currently are um, have our women's multivitamin. We have a men's multivitamin. So see, guys, I, I said it's for everybody. We have a men's multivitamin. Um, we also have relaxation capsules, sea moss capsules, probiotic and prebiotic capsules. Um, and that's under Thrive. So that would be for anyone just looking to live a healthier life. This is not, you know, you don't want to lose weight. You don't want to whatever, but you definitely want to make sure that you're living a healthy life. Start at least with Thrive, right? Um, then you have the Glow line. Our Glow line is our beauty line. Uh, right now, it's very small. We started out with our collagen boosting powder, which we're actually really excited about. It's called Restore. It's actually sold out right now because it's, a hit um, since our rebrand launch, but the Restore Collagen Boosting Powder is actually a super green powder, which we're um, really excited about. And then also in that line glow, we have a vitamin C serum, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we also have the Perform line and Perform line is for people who are out there trying to get it in the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you our pre-workout is the breast best the best pre-workout on the market. It is, um, first it's plant-based. Um, and secondly, it tastes delicious. Right now we have a watermelon flavor. We'll be rolling out a few new flavors with our um, retail partner in the next couple months. Um, but it's, it's the bomb. Like if you're looking for a pre-workout, that's not going to make you all jittery, try perform. Um, and then let's see, we have our nourish and nourish is our protein line, which is our plant protein. Um, many, our, our customers love our plant protein. It has 18 amino acids, 20 grams of protein per serving. Um, it's made with beetroot and sweet potatoes. So a lot of people ask, like, why is it pink? <laughs> and they shake it up. It's like it's like a chocolate shake, and they shake it up, and it's like my shake. It tastes chocolate. But it's, <laughs> it's like it's pink because we've added beetroot and sweet potato, which actually was an ad from our uh, our doctor, our brand doctor, to help with heart health and lower cholesterol. And also it helps to build muscle. So yeah. So stuff like that. Like I just, 
I'm so excited about our brand and what we're offering because not just, you know, the rebrand, everybody's like, oh, the rebrand, it looks so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it looks beautiful. But guess what? These formulas are the best formulas on the market. And when you said in the beginning, like, say, talk your shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on. <laughs> I want, I'm serious. I'm like serious. I would love for people to go grab if they have protein or vitamins or whatever you have, whatever supplements that you use, whoever brand, go to your cabinets, take 10 minutes, do this for me, please. Take 10 minutes, grab some of those supplements, go to our website, www.bodycompleterx.com. Our product labels are on the site for you to see. Our supplement facts are on the site for you to see and compare. We went through, it took us two years to do this rebrand and we looked at every competitive brand and my goal was to make the best product on the market. So all of the ingredients that you're going to see in our products are top ingredients. Everything about our product is going to be top. So Mm. I encourage your audience, you know, again, don't just support us because we're a black owned wellness brand. That's cool and all. I want you, you know, to, to support black owned brands, but I've more so want you to support us because our products are amazing and they are. So we got trim, we got thrive, we got glow, we got restore, perform and nourish. And as you was just breaking this down, I just heard all the money coming out my account. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, damn, I'm going to need 12 of everything. Um, that's, That's amazing for a couple of reasons. One, I love, one, the name is Body Complete Rx, and you are really about to have us covered from head to toe. And I love that we'll be able to say our protein um, shakes, our our pre-workout, our, you know, our beauty products, you know, coming down the line are from, are made with love by a Black woman, like, because we don't pay attention to that. And I want everyone, like, like you just said, to look, let's, let's take a closer look at our medicine cabinet and let's see who we are supporting. And it's not just about that, but think about the results that we're getting. Cause sometimes we'll take a vitamin or medicine and people will be like, okay, is it working? We don't know. We don't, we don't really know. We're like, I'm alive. You know, I, I think, I think it's working, but Samaya just said her shit works, works. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She said, we are going to know that it works. So I, I take that as a challenge for all of us to definitely at least give body complete RX a try, look through their website, look at what they offer and think about, you know, what you need that matches, um, you know, the product offering that they have. And also for the people out there who are DIY mommies, I love y'all. That's not me. So I am I am so happy that you are making all of this because I'm I'm not about to be in there mixing nothing. I tried that before. And for me, because you know, I'm busy, I have a business and all these things going on, it just wasn't sustainable. So I make yeah. it a good weekend, but in, in terms of a full wellness change that I could sustain, I need something like what you're what you're providing, which is, you know, it works. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So as yeah, you're a black woman founder of this multi-million dollar brand that you bootstrapped. You are in rarefied air, right? And you're on this extremely short list of women of any ilk in the male-dominated nutritional supplement space. Did you have any challenges starting out or 
um, that you face now from an industry who is not used to seeing a CEO who looks like you? Yeah. um, I would say, I think I had challenges starting out. I wouldn't even say from the industry. I would say it comes from us. Um, And it's unfortunate, but it's true. Um, You know, as a black woman in the wellness space, again, I am, you know, not in company with other people who look like me. Right. And so I feel like we have to, and this is with everything, you know, we talk about, you know, we have to show ourselves like a hundred times more than anybody else. Right. I got to prove myself a hundred times more than anybody else in the same space. So I feel like, um, my challenges in the beginning have been to prove myself to people who look like me, to prove myself to your audience that, oh, okay, I can buy from a Black woman her supplements, right? Because I, you people not used to seeing Black women owning um, supplement companies, so then it's looked at as like it's not reputable or, you know, that's just something she's selling on Instagram or, <laughs> you know, that it's not something that maybe should be supported like something that's in Whole Foods, right? And to be honest with you, you know, that's been, that's my challenge. And what I'm seeing is now that the brand, you know, and again, this was, you know, a few years, we've been building this brand for several years, right? So now I'm seeing brands like Tiamari, you know, she just launched a, a, a well, a, a vitamin brand. You know, I'm seeing other women step into the vitamin space, um, the supplement space, which I think is great. And maybe now that other people see other women, you know, and other people who look like us stepping into those spaces, they'll respect it more. But I feel like the challenge has really been us. You know, I see the notes. I hear the messages. Even the question earlier, and I know you didn't ask the question is like a negative question, like what makes you qualify? But nobody would ask a white man CEO who owns, um, you know, the, 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 the protein powder that you get at Whole Foods that question on a call. Mm. Nobody would ask them like, what made you qualify to build this brand? You know what I mean? Like, yes. so I feel like, and I'm not saying that, you know, that, that, <clears throat> that statement or whatever, that question is a bad question. But what I was, what I, what I'm saying is, is that the challenge to me has been to prove myself to people who look like me. Mm. That has been my biggest challenge. And now with our store launches and, you know, other people stepping into the space and, you know, people now seeing that, you know, the brand is growing and all of that, you know, now we're getting a lot more respect, a lot more um, uh, recognition um, by people that look like me. Mm. No, I'm so happy that you mentioned that because that's real. That is something, and I'm like, I we need to sit with that, and because we do that to each other all the time, we we make you know we don't necessarily make it harder, but like you said, it's like we'll see someone like you on this climb, right? You're building something like, okay, I could support her, but a lot of times our community will watch from the sidelines as you struggle to grow and build. Yep. And until you get a cosign that matters to them. Like, yeah. oh, okay, she's in this retailer. Now, now I can support. Oh, okay, now it looks this way. Now I can support when really it's been, that quality has been there the entire time. And to your point, again, going back to what we said about the medicine cabinet, we got all kinds of shit in our medicine 
like we don't know who is doing what and we will go into a store and buy, you know people are like okay i'm using protein powders to work out we'll just go grab one like we'll look at the flavor we're not thinking about the white man's picture on the back like we're not thinking about him and that's something i think you know we all need to take a step back and think about our mindset and we know that there's a bigger thing at play but we we do need to make a a whole collective mindset shift when it comes to um, businesses that come from people that look like us and and that come out of our community so I I'm so happy that you touched Mm -hmm. on that and and I just and I'll also share this too just for your audience um to know and understand you know, like you said, um, you know, going into retail, a lot of us, you know, and and this is something that's happening. A lot of people are seeing a lot of black owned brands going into a lot of these big retail, you know, especially behind um, a lot of these initiatives that a lot of these retailers now have to bring on more black owned brands. Right. And a lot of us, you know, re- a lot of us are rushing to get into retailers, not because we're going to make more money <laughs> or anything like that. Because please understand, you know, getting into these retailers, shops, you know, we are basically giving, you know, we're giving percentages of our earnings and all of that to these retailers who are not owned by people who look like us, just so we can have the validity with people who look like us who could have just went online and got the product, right? (laughs) Wait a minute. Say, say that say that one more time because I think people need to understand because we see the announcement like okay we're in the vitamin shop okay we're in Walmart we're in CVS as the win but you're take like there's so much that comes with that and you said to 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 get into those yeah to get onto the shelf is a bit of a sacrifice when if you supported us in droves from the beginning we may not have even needed to take that route. Yep, absolutely. There are wellness brands. um, I will mention like Saqqara. For your audience never heard, look them up. Saqqara. They're completely direct to consumer. They're not in Target. They're not in any store. They're completely direct to to consumer and they sell supplements and all of that. They're not, you know, owned by women of color or anything like that. They're owned by two women. Um, And yeah, like they didn't get into the retail space and they just, signed a billion dollar investment deal. Um, So what I'm saying is, is that what I'm noticing and what I'm seeing, you know, (laughs) and I'm not knocking retail or whatever, but I just want people to understand like all of the layers that go behind it. I don't get on my live or I don't, you know, I'm not a very vocal person on my social media or whatever. So people don't see the the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, like the tears and the, oh, I got to give, you know, however much percentage to this retailer, now my my numbers are going to suffer, you know, but we're going to hope that because now it's at this retailer that now our consumer base will now be like, oh, now it's here and it's there. It's at Vitamin Shop. Now we love the brand because it's everywhere when it was like, well, you know, we've been online for five years. You know what I mean? So um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from getting into a retail shop. That's an amazing accomplishment to have a retailer, a mass retailer take notice of you and make note of your, you know, um, of your brand and your business and wanting to bring them in. But also please know that 
it's a lot of sacrifice that goes with that. And a lot of us are doing that, you know, a lot of us are doing that because that's the pathway, that's the traditional pathway that we know of to success. And is that going to really look like that 10 years from now, especially people not even going to stores like they used to and all of that? We don't know. Um, But yeah, that's just something, you know, I wanted to put out there too that is not really talked about because it's kind of like an insider. (laughs) That was, that was so powerful. Like that was so powerful because, you know, I'm in PR. So I I hear that side of things from the brands that we work with about the challenges at retail. Once you get on the shelf that you got to fight to stay on the shelf, you got to move a certain amount of units. So now you have to allocate marketing dollars to not just talking about your products, but you have to market that you're Yes, that you're at the retailer. There's so many layers that people don't understand. But to your point, it's like it's um it's like a catch twenty two. We wouldn't necessarily have to go the retail route if we had that direct to consumer support. But now that we are going there and people feel like, oh, you've made it, it's like, well, now I gotta keep making it and I need your help. <laughs> like you gotta yeah. you, you gotta help and us. Another thing, when you guys are seeing all of these you know, every, all these companies now announcing we're at Target, we're at, please go out there and buy their stuff. Go to the store and buy it because you just like you just mentioned it and you know this because this is the field that you're in with PR. Right. If we don't go out and support those those companies at Target or at uh, Vitamin Shop or wherever their product, wherever they're saying they're launching Walmart or whatever, they're going to pull that stuff off of the shelves. Right. So we've got to make sure that we are as consumers, you know, supporting our brands, making sure that we keep them uplifted. You know, yesterday I watched a live that made me cry from the beginning to the end um, with Richie Lou Dennis and um, Monique from Mm Yes, And it's amazing. And what he's doing, you know, what he's doing for, black owned businesses and especially black woman owned businesses is just really incredible. Um, to be able to build your brand and sell it for a billion dollars is unheard of. Right. And they did it in seven years and you know, he's on a mission to help other brands do that as well in less years than that. So I think it's like incredible, like what he's doing and yeah, we, we've got, we've got, We've got a lot of people in our corner, but I also think that it's important that your audience knows that we have really got to show up for each other. Yes. And and also, I just think I'm, I'm so happy that you've shared this here and I would encourage you to, to continue to use your platform, your personal platform, just to share these things, because a lot of people, you know, I, I know the ins and outs a little bit because, again, I get to see behind the brand side, but a lot of people don't know. And we have to we have to educate and we have to unfortunately, we have to do more than general market brands, because even when general market brands get into a retailer, you rarely ever see them doing social media posts saying, hey, we're at this retailer because they don't have to have to. They don't. Exactly. They can just continue. Yeah, they can continue to talk about their product and they don't ever they they may mention the, that they're in that retailer one time and that's it because, yeah. you know, they're able to focus on their marketing. But when when it comes to our businesses, we have to like split and segment and constantly reiterate, hey, we're here. We're on shelf here. Can you go here? 
it's it's a lot but i just want to say this i'm so proud of you oh I am so proud of you and I hope, you know, I'm going to say this on the record just so the people can hear. You're not going to be able to get rid of me. Uh, <laughs> like, we locked and loaded. Listen, like Cardi said, it's up and it's stuck. Okay. <laughs> um, because, you know, any way that I can support, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Like, you have a, an amazing brand, and I just wanted people, like, from fo- I followed the brand, but then following you and just seeing how you authentically move through your life, move through your business, it, it was just something that I admired, and I just felt this genuine energy, even through a screen, right? And then hearing more about your story today, I'm just like, oh, nah, we stuck. This is <laughs> this is what's happening. And I know that when people hear this interview and once they, you know, take a look at your brand for themselves, like you are going to have so many new supporters in your corner because we about to take this brand to the top. To the tippy top. <laughs> and and I'm going to have to talk to you offline because, you know, it's about to be, somebody said uh, it's about to be like a fully vaxxed and waxed summer. And I need to, <laughs> okay, so I need, you know, I, I need, I put on some quarantine weight and I'm going to need to get it right because I need to, listen, I need, I need everything. So I'm going to need to post a, a, a month or two from, a couple months from now, let me not put the pressure on myself. I want, I want to be able to post like how it started and how it's going on my body yeah. complete RX, okay? <laughs> Yes, well, we got you. I got you. Okay, so before we get out of here, um, like you, you shared so many gems, um, so many things that we as consumers can think about, that we as business owners, aspiring business owners, and even executives can think about. But one of the things that that I kept coming back to as I'm listening to you is like mindset mindset, mindset, like how do you, we're going to face challenges. We're going to face obstacles. And most of them are going to be from ourselves, right? In our own minds. Can you just give us one more gem, one more piece of advice about how to just push through all that mental bullshit? Because a lot of times that's what it is. We're so self-critical and to get it done so we can join you out here in the world. Absolutely. Um, you know, well, one, having your mind right <laughs> in your business, you know, I'm so a staunch, staunch supporter of self-care because of the fact that, you know, being an entrepreneur is hard, right? Um, and it definitely is something that, you know, is not for everybody. And you definitely, if you're, if that's something that you want to do, that's, that's great, but you need to make sure that you are taking care of your full self. You know, sometimes you you ha- you may have to step back just so you could step back in with more energy, right? Mm. You need to you know make sure that you're listening to yourself. I'm very, you know, my team will tell you, like, you know, when I'm going through, you know, challenging time or whatever the case may be, you know, I tuck in, which means basically, you know, they don't hear from me maybe for a few days, <laughs> but um, you have to do what you have to do for self-care and bringing yourself out so you can push yourself back out just 10 times, you know, tenfold, um, come back more powerful than ever before. Um, and for me over the years, I'm just starting, I'm just starting. It's been five years in or almost five years in, and I'm just starting to enjoy 
this journey. I spent a lot of years worrying. Um, I spent a lot of time that I wish I could get back uh, worrying and stressed out about this, that, and the third. Um, and what I want to say to your your audiences is that there's going to be tough times, right? But I'm a faith-based person. You know, I just know that God has brought me through so many things that I just didn't even see how I was going to get out of it. And so I would just say to your audience to, you know, those challenges that come to you, trust and believe that it's, it's all going to work out. You know, it, everything will work out for you. And you're going to look back on those things and be like, man, why was, you know, I can't believe I was stressed out about that or whatever the case may be. And even if it's something that like, say people say failure or whatever, I don't look at failure as like a bad thing because to me, I'm always taking something out of it. Right. And I always, even if it's years later, go back and say, yo, remember when that happened or whatever? And now several years later, that is why that needed to happen. So I would say to your audience, like, you know, any challenges that are being presented to you, face them, face them head on. Know that it's, it's, you're going to overcome it, whatever it is, pray on it and you're going to be fine. Amen. Come on. Come on now with the word. (laughs) Amen. Like, I don't got nothing else. Amen. And and thank you once again. Well, thank you so much for this interview. I really enjoyed it. Um, And I, I hope your audience enjoyed it as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Sakita Method. For more conversations like this with your favorite creators, executives, and entrepreneurs, make sure you follow, like, and subscribe. If you're talking about this episode online, please use the hashtag The Sakita Method and tag The Sakita Method and myself at Miss Success. That's M-I-S-S success.